Welcome to the On Course Podcast, presented by New England Golf Journal. I am Sean Melia, and I'm joined, as always, by my esteemed co-host, Jim McCabe. Jim, how you doing? Doing very well. Very well. Good day. Good day. It's such a good day that we couldn't find a guest. <laughs> because They're all when, you're, golf. <laughs> you're, when you're a golf podcast in, uh, in the summer... Sometimes your guests are playing golf, and in this case, everyone we efforted was busy playing golf or being part of golf or doing something around golf. So we're going to do something a little different today. We are going to go through and share some 36 whole days that we think people should should give give a try. Long summer days, there's some time to maybe go play two places in a day. It's one of those things that People like to try to do, especially if your body can handle it, or go play these two places on on a weekend and, and spread it out. But we thought we'd just come up with some some 36 whole days. Gonna try to keep it well, we are gonna keep it all public. And we also I, I tried very hard to get outside of Massachusetts. We I say this all the time, but we mm-hmm. are two we are two mass guys. I've I've spread my wings and played some other spots around New England. So we will talk about some other other places, but this might be mass heavy. I've tried to cross the borders as well. So I'm I'm just going to I'm going to put it on you and ask you for just I said top 5, but you can see I have a long list here and I think it would just be kind of fun to go through and talk about some I golf know. courses and and 36 holes. And you got a lot. You're checking the second well, page. Well, I, I just wrote some notes down. When yeah. You, when you when you mentioned this to All right. I will tell you the there's nowhere you start this trip. Nowhere. Okay. I mean, I'm excited. I'm sorry. But you go down to the lower Cape as far as you can go pretty much and you play Highland Links. Okay. And Chiquesset. And Chiquesset. Chiquesset's in Wellfleet. I believe it's Chiquesset Yacht Club. Okay. And I'm a big fan of places that call themselves a yacht club or they're a golf course. Duxbury, <laughs> Duxbury Yacht Club. Yep. <laughs> My, I'm not sure. Are those are. the only two? I'm not, no, there were probably some other ones in Florida and stuff, but I, I love Chiquesset. It is really fun. Highland Links is maybe my most fun golf. Yeah. I just, I just adore the place. Now and then 9 and 9, so if you're going to play 36, you're going to be looping around all day. You can, And it do, it's done all the way. I don't know whether the New England PGA still does a tournament or the Cape Cod section. But they used to play, I think they used to play 27, if I'm not mistaken. So one year they do 18 at Chiquesset, 9 at, at, at Highland Links, or 8. Either way, you can't go wrong. Yeah. You can't go wrong. They're not that far apart. I mean, it's, you're going to have you, the community plays, the fishermen. If you yeah. get there in the afternoon, you, you, you play behind the fishermen, yep. and, which is really cool. It is that to me, okay, you're going to take this on. You want to play 36 in a day. I have done it with these places. Yeah, I love I, it. I can I can probably still do 36 in a day. The last 20 holes might be <laughs> the last 15 holes, sometimes shaky. But that would be where I would, if no one's done it and no one's ever played those places, if you're going to make the ride to play Highland Links, yep. I think you owe it to yourself to go five minutes across. One's on the ocean side, one's on the bay side. Okay. You look at a map, you can kind of figure out. Very cool towns, very good. The turf is so good. It's so sandy. It's, yep. That would be where I would, that would be my first choice. And I have some other thoughts, but that is... 
my Amazing. go-to one. There's also Chatham Seaside Links. Is that what Chatham it's called? Chatham Seaside Links. Which is uh, another nine-holer farther down. You could almost make it like 27 if you wanted to see well, each you, one you once. Well, you can make the ride. Chatham to the Lower Cape, a little bit of a ride on yep. Route 6 and stuff. You know, if, if you're going to play nine-holers, and I mean, if now if, you, if you're a plus-two handicap and you only want to play, you would never play it. But Howwich Port, has yep. a, there's a little nine-holer in Howwich Port that that's where a lot of families will bring their kids to play. Yeah, and okay. It's a, it's a golf course. and it, it, it is, <laughs> That's it is a ringing so endorsement. <laughs> and I, it is a golf course, and it is fun to play. Yep. And they may have the funniest thing you could ever see in a sand. And I want to spoil it for people, but you have to check out the sand trap. Okay. And I'll leave it at that. It's... It's a, it's a, it's their ode to a little sand trap. It is pretty funny. This, so, and that's, this is at Harwichport. It's in Harwichport, not far from Chatham. Yep. Bars in. Uh, yep. The, the Chatham links. Yep. Yeah. I, but I, I, I am a huge lower cape, way down, Truro, Wellfleet. Yep. Chiquesset, Highland links. Love them. And as a Bostonian, like I live in the city, you can, I've thought about taking the ferry. the ferry across, yes. avoiding the traffic, have the bag on your back. Oh, yes. And and get a car once you're over there. I'm yeah. sure there's enough Ubers in Provincetown. You can just get to Truro pretty quick and yeah. go play no go play Highland without sitting in traffic. You're going to, you do that, you you will kind of, you're going to say, man, for a day I'm a, I'm a Scotsman or an Irishman. Yeah. They do stuff like that all the, all the time. time. And it's really cool. Yeah, taking boats. Taking boats yes. places. Okay, well, mine, my first one, I, I kind of, I think just based on my list here, the first one that came to mind and that I've done twice is Franklin Park and George Wright oh, yeah. as a 36 holes. I know we said public. These are very public, but they're also very hard to get onto. I've had a, one of my friends who I, I've done, we call it the double dip. We've done it twice now. You need someone who's well-connected to be able to secure an early tee time to either George Wright or right. Franklin Park. And then someone to get a later afternoon tea time. We've played pretty quickly. We actually had George Wright to ourselves in the afternoon this past September because they had a morning event. And we were the first tea time. We had no idea, but we were the first tea time off after yeah. the course cleared off after the shotgun start. Franklin Park, George Wright, both Donald Ross courses. Host, they co-hosted the Mass Am, what was that, 2018, 2017? Yeah. Just it's- two phenomenal places to play golf. Completely different kind of showcases how good Ross was just at yeah. designing golf courses based on the land that he was given. And I would I would encourage people, if this is something you want to try to do, play George Wright first and play Franklin Park second. George Wright is the tougher of the two. And if you just no can if you can play it with a sharp mind and a sharp body and then go Franklin Park is like this breath of fresh air once you walk <laughs> once you walk on the first tee and you can you can see most yeah. of the golf courses like, I, can, I can hit it anywhere after playing 18 holes this is great but the, those two courses are are exceptional i had never played them up, up until three years ago and and really love both of them a lot well in, in as you play them played them both i've never played them the same <laughs> same day i'm partial to franklin park because my younger son first tournament he ever played was franklin park okay i thought it was really cool place for him to play and when you play them you just have to remind yourself what you gotta use your imagination to think geez i wonder what they look like 20 years ago yeah 
and then what they look like now and just we're quick to we don't, we don't like government and political organizations and uh, from time to time to time but in this case they, the the golf has got a good reward from the cities i mean the the city did a great job and for sure people there and there's some really fun holes at george wright's uh, i'm not saying the difference is like you said you can hit it you can spray it a little bit but franklin park will also remind give you a good if you've never played lynx golf you you'll get a feel it's not a lynx golf course but you will get a feel for what it's like to hit a ball on firm turf yep and it's it's a different experience yep and watch the ball roll a little bit and you watch spots. it roll yep. and you're gonna get yeah you're gonna if you hit a few good drives first of all if you hit a really good drive you're gonna think you oh this is cool the longest drive i've ever hit and then you play some of the back holes. I mean, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, 15, 16, 17, and 18 is kind of a... If you've never played the last hole at Franklin Park, you have to listen to someone who has it. Yeah. You, you could hit it. You're not quite sure where to hit it. <laughs> yep. And invariably, it's the one hole you will finish that. You say, I'd like to play that hole over again. Yeah. But yep. it's, a, it's a great... And the clubhouses at each place are great. Uh, they're worth looking around and study. If you like studying architecture, I kind of do. They're marvels. Yeah. It's a great place. Yeah. Both a great place. And George Wright is this stunning clubhouse that was definitely built when when it was meant to be a private golf course. And then the Great Depression hit and the money ran out and the city bought it. And that's why it looks like it belongs in next to Wingfoot's clubhouse or or Ridgewood in New Jersey. So that's Franklin Park, George Wright. Have a hot dog at George Wright at any point of the day and and you're doing it. 100% 100% right. What's your, what's another one for you? Okay, I will, uh, this is, I think this is borderline, it, it, make the trip. I, I have experience at this because I did go to college out in the Berkshires. I went to North Adams State College. Yep. I refuse to call it whatever it's called now. Um, it's not that, it's not Adams State College. That's my degree and that's what I'm going with. That's what's on the wall. Yes. In the McKay. Uh, not far from North Adams State College are two really good golf courses. One is pure public, Wabika Springs. Yep. And the other one's Taconic. Yep. Taconic, you can get on. Look, um, look, that's on my list. Of course it We is. matched. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It, I have friends of mine that uh, I haven't done it with them. And <laughs> I'm kind of, every year I say, okay, you want to go back. Well, we've done it. We, we went back a couple of times. Yeah. Guys I went to college with. And I played more golf than, I didn't sit in classrooms with these guys often because we were always, <laughs> we were always playing the golf, playing golf course. But Wabika is really, really good, and the, the Mass Golf took a tournament there last year, maybe. Yeah, what did they have? Um, they had something out there, and it was really, really well received. And the reality is, let's face it: if you're from the central, um, if you're from Eastern Mass or South Shore, North Shore, you tend to be very provincial. Very, yep. oh, I'm not getting the cars, too much traffic. It's a little bit of a ride, but they're cool places to stay out there. They're fine. It's a fine ride. The Mohawk Trail is, if you haven't done it in your life, you need to do it at least once. Yep. I it's a great about, drive. I did it about 50 times, but that <laughs> doesn't, you know, matter. Taconic is so good. If Taconic were ever inside a 128, it would be the course everyone's always talking about. Oh, geez, I love to get on Taconic. So I would say, yes, Taconic would be, would be a great. It's so good. Really, really good. Yep. Wabika is so interesting. I played it a couple of years ago and I went to a Nike golf camp there 
that Williams hosted back in the mid nineties when I was in elementary school and middle school. And that was where we played our, our rounds after the morning practice. And it's like, got all this wild, you're hitting way downhill, you're hitting way uphill. There's that little par four on the back where you hit like a 200 yard shot and then you're hitting straight up the hill. Maybe it's 13 played in the fall and it's like just the foliage and it's a gorgeous place to, to spend, to spend a day. It's a really nice walk. There's parts of it that feel like you're in like a, it feels oddly tropical when it's lush. Just it's like they got a lot of like interesting trees and and then Taconic is one of my favorite golf courses oh, in so the great. state. I if and if if you have not played there and you are from Massachusetts, go play it. Yeah, if you're uh, a golfer and you 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 like to do these things, you and you appreciate golf courses and you appreciate. I don't mind the the ride, and when you get there, and obviously call ahead of time, make sure we get it yep. all set up. Yep, you can call four days ahead. I think as a public, yeah, because it's semi private. So, well, I do know there's such a great history up there too, and they yep. had good. Williams has a nice Division three program. They yep. always have really good golfers. Yep. Yeah. No, I would I would highly recommend this. Yeah. Southern Vermont, like you don't have to be from Massachusetts, but like the, you're right. There's people who I play with inside of 128, and I they ask they ask me for places that they that I like, and Taconic's the first one that I tell them, and they're always like, "Where is that?" And yeah, you got to drive a little bit, but it is, and it's one of those. My sometimes my measurement, or a lot of times, is I walk off 18, and the two questions are, "Do I remember every hole?" Or as I'm driving home, yeah. like, can I recall every hole and kind of play the round back in my Pretty head? Much. And then also. As I walk off eighteen, would I would I go to one again and play it immediately? Yeah. Not notwithstanding how tired I might be, but just like would I want to play it immediately again or the next day? And Taconic is out is is definitely in that. Gil Hance redid it a little a little while ago, and it's it's it is one of my favorites. Call ahead four days in advance. It's like what's a pricier round of golf? It's a hundred. It is. You're paying one hundred fifty bucks, but it is. There are other $150 rounds in this state that are not even close to as worthwhile as right. driving a little bit out there and going to play Taconic. All right, that's a good one. My So you took one off my list, which I love. I'm glad we are simpatico on that one. I'm going to go I'm gonna go to the Cape, maybe Cape adjacent, Cape Cod Country Club, okay. which is a little kind of gem, golden age, kind of some wild terrain. It's got a volcano hole. And kind of on the cusp of maybe not being a golf course anymore. They're putting a little bit of money into it, but the town wanted to turn it into solar. It's a solar field, and there's been some kind of consternation around it. But it is an awesome, awesome golf course. And then I would send you after that to play Katuit High Grounds, ah, which is just down the road. You have a bunch of options when you're down there in the Falmouth area, but... To play Cape Cod Country Club is just like this old school golf course. And then go play Katuit, which is a nine-hole golf course where you're going to wear out your wedges because there's one par four and everything else is a par three. And they're the size of this table we're sitting at, which is tiny, wild kind of contours on the greens. You're hitting some funny shots. It's kind of a great way to finish a summer day. I've played there a few times. They have a great Wednesday night quota game. They will accept anybody, and they will accept your money. And you go, and if you got a handicap, they give you your your Stableford quota, and you go and play. And, man, some of the guys who have been playing there forever just, like, they know their way around these little, they're like, there's no hole longer than maybe you hit one six iron, you hit one driver, and then you're hitting yeah. wedges. 
and there's guys who know how to get it around there. Ricky Steinmetz grew up playing there. Yeah, I did. And there's just it's a really really it's cool throwback kind of golf course, and it's it's a short one. It's not a full 18 holes. I'm kind of cheating here, but it's a great place. Who's I believe you follow him too, and I'm I'm trying to think of his name. Oh, Kevin Van Cleef. Yes. Yes. So Kevin is a good friend of mine, and he's Kevin, the one who introduced um, it to me. Well, Kevin is, first of all, he knows the stuff. He's pretty, yes. pretty good. He's pretty bright. Yep. And just seeing, I have never played Katuit. I played Cape Cod Country Club. I yep. Love, I do love that place. And let's hope all, it goes well. I know there's, it's, it, I don't even know where they stand with that. Thing, yep. But I, it's there. Yep. And you owe it to yourself to play it. Never played Katuit, but when I see Kevin write about it all the time, it was like, man, why why wouldn't you play here? Everybody looks happy in the pictures. Everybody. You know, everybody's there. It's yep. fun. Yep. Which is my segue into, okay, yes. I'm going to take, I'm going to stay in the same area. Of course, because you, I, you I, said I, before we hopped on, you're a South Shore Cape Cod guy. So we're going to, I got to do the work here and get I, us outside. I, I, well, <laughs> I, I do have a button. You, my, uh, probably my f- fun place that's personal, it's per- very personal. Yeah. Would be Southers Marsh. Yes. And you have to, again, you have to know the story. Oh, it's so good. You have to know the story. I mean, if you if you were a kid and you liked golf, you built your own little golf courses in the backyard, putting courses. You dug out, you dug a hole in your mother's lawn and put your <laughs> tomato can in there. If you didn't do that, then probably you don't know what I'm, you can't appreciate the story. But Southern Marsh, basically, they're cranberry, they're not basically, they are cranberry farmers. Yep. And they are really good cranberry farmers. And they said, let's build a golf course. And they did. And the story of them building the golf course is just hysterical. God rest his soul, Will Stearns, Big Will, died last year, I believe. Yeah. And just was kind of larger than life yep. character. Yep. His son is awesome. Young <laughs> young Will, I, I laugh every time I think of him because he used to tell stories about his father that were just a funny story. <laughs> they they built this golf course, and it's so much flavor. Yeah. So cool. Yep. Now, there's a lot of par threes. Yes. A lot of short par fours. Yep. It, it, but you just have to remind yourself as you're going along, okay, they built... <laughs> did this themselves they yeah. figured it out through and around the bog you're playing through, oh yeah the bog yeah, this they, is, they, that's their business it's their, that's bi- their right. life so it is not like they found other land you right. are playing over and around yeah. cranberry, cranberry a cranberry bogs. bog it's fascinating it's great and yeah. if you ever if you ever get down there in the fall when they were actually actively harvesting the cranberries it's just a cool thing to watch their commercials a couple of them yeah i don't know how many they've done i just priceless yep Will they run brother. during the Super Bowl. They buy local they buy ad local. time during the Super Bowl is yeah. when I see them. And you talk about a place that's embraced by the community. Yep. And, and it is. And they have leagues and they have this. And then they build the barn. The barn. And they have Scotty. Scotty Whitcomb will be down there if you want a lesson from Scotty. You want to talk golf with Scotty. Yep. He, he could fill you in on everything. Will is a blast. They can fix. They fix trucks, and it's a family place. His brother-in-law is a superintendent. They are the coolest people. The barn is a blast. You hit balls. So okay, now what do you do? Well, you're in that area, and you get a lot of options. You're you're in the Mashby. I mean, you're in the Plymouth area. Yep. Where do you go? You can go to Squirrel Run. It's a little 
little okay little i've never course. played there it's yep. a little fun golf I've heard course. of it you can step it up and go to crosswinds yep three nines yep and pick that I know you could do a lot of things. Waverly is a really good golf Love course. Love Waverly. Waverly's yep. a really good golf course. Yep. And you got the Pine Hills. You can stay on campus and play both Pine Hills. I would, okay, but if we're going to keep this 36, I would say <laughs> pick any one of those, but yeah. make Southers Marsh one of them. Yeah, yep. And then it, it, there's just so much fun down there. Yeah, that should be your base either. Right. Play in the morning. Southers Marsh is also another great like evening because the ha- like the clubhouse hang there. Yep. You're out on the deck overlooking the golf course. The barn is open year round as yes, track man or as and and it's a it's one of the rare places that's open in the winter and you are hitting out into the in field. The, they just yeah. oh they have the ten garage doors and you open them and yeah. you're so you're not hitting into a wall. You actually can see your ball fly and whatever weather you want to hit golf balls in. It's it's a really it's, it's a really spot. cool place and. If you follow them on Instagram or Twitter, they'll let you know if they're closed. But they're very rarely closed. Yeah, they, um, they, 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 they stay open. They stay open. They they will. They and they'll let you know if it's a busy day. They're huge Bruins fans, so okay. They were in a, I think a, a week of mourning when the Bruins got ousted early. But yep, yeah, it's uh, like I, I, again. I I urge you if you go there. to be prepared for what it might be. If now, if you already know it, you're in. I think with Southern Marsh, the one thing I would say is I don't know what their return visitor golfer rate is, but it's high. Yeah. It's enormously high. Yep. People go, maybe they didn't know what it was about. Then they go. They go back. But do yourself a favor. If you go in there and you've never been there, Google it. There's been stories written about them. Yep. And it's fun. It's a fun read. It's a fun place. Yeah, for sure. That's that's a great call. That was Kind of one of those ones on my list too, and like you said, Plymouth has so many options. Atlantic is another good eighteen holer in Plymouth that doesn't get a lot of love that I I liked playing. All right, my next one we're gonna go to Rhode Island. I recently for New England Golf Journal spent a morning at Triggs, which I know we've done. We did a golf course confidential in an earlier podcast episode, but I had I did it only having walked the golf course during a U.S. Challenge Cup event, and I went down and. I walked the back nine this week, took some photos, flew my drone, and then played the front nine, just didn't have time to play all 18. Triggs is an amazing place. Mm-hmm. It is, it's a little bit worn down. They're putting some money into it. They, they just signed a new 10-year lease with, their, with the managing company that had had it, and Carl Augenstein down there is still the GM. I think he's been there for 33 years now. Donna Ross, the first four holes, I was told, are some of the hardest holes you'll play in an opening stretch. And then I played them and it is very, really tough place was in really good shape. They apologized for the greens. I thought the greens were, were pretty good. They said they kind of had a tough, tough spring trying to grow them out. Just a, a, a great, a great spot. It's you're in the middle of a neighborhood you're surrounded by, I think there's three schools around the outside of it. And you just feel like you're kind of in Providence, but you also feel very separate and just like in this really nice place. I compared it to, it's like a George Wright, Franklin Park mashup. So it's not as extreme as George Wright with kind of crazy blind tee shots and really tall trees and kind of you're, you're, you're in it if you hit the ball a little bit wild. But it has that Franklin Park kind of like grassy mounds, kind of wispy grass, good par threes. 
And I just, I really was, was kind of taken by the place and really enjoyed my morning down there. And then I'm going to send people, I think it's, it might be a little bit of a drive. You might have to get in your car and it's maybe 35, 45 minutes down to Newport National, which is, oh, you've, you're pointing, you got it on your list too. Where, mm. where's your Newport National combo? What, what, Montop, what do you have? Montauk. Montop, okay, which is the which is hosting the Rhode Island Am this year. Yes, and it's right on right off the highway. You drive by it. You, if you've been to Newport and you go to Route Twenty Four, yep, it's right there. It's right there. You drive by it, and it was one of those places back in my younger days when I was always going to Newport. I'd always go by this place. It looks cool. <laughs> looks cool. Looks cool. And, I, and then my I have maniacal, passionate golf fans as nephews who one of my nephews does google earth and he looks at golf courses and yeah so he went to play montop said you got to play it uncle jim i okay <laughs> and sure enough my we have a reunion golf tournament every year with great friends from the boston globe okay and one of our the gentleman who puts it together lives now in rhode island and we've kind of fallen in love with montop oh that's really, great you I've know, driven by it a million times too, and wondered it's, what it's that place is about. And Newport National is really good. Yep, really good. Yep, uh, yeah. No, you can't go wrong. And it's funny because Rhode Island has so many really good golf courses. Now a lot of the a lot of the better ones are probably private, right? But they also have a lot of public that we're probably shortchanging them. Yeah, for okay. sure. Yep. Newport Nat. What do you like about Newport National? I just like. The layout, I thought yeah. it, it had a lot of really interesting holes. And again, I don't play the game at a real high level, but I could see where they could have. I mean, they had a. I think they had a USGA four ball qualifier there. Uh, yeah, I could imagine that. And that, and I remember when I was like playing it the first time, I said, "This is pretty good." And it. It was early spring in early spring in Ma- in Ma- well early spring in New England. Is let's face it, it's not nothing's in prime shape, but it was in really good shape. A little wet, a little soppy, but in spots. But in the wind was blowing, so yeah. it was a difficult day. Yep. But I I just look kept looking around and I said there's some places that just you think okay this is fun to play it's cool little golf course. But, you know, there wouldn't be a champion. It's not a championship. Yeah. But I, I kept looking at this place, and I'm, I'm playing the uptees, so I'm not. I'm playing white. Yep. The, the, I think I played it like 6,200 yards. But I think you could put it – I'm not even sure what it was from the back tees, but it was a totally different golf course. Yeah, and if the wind blows and there's a bunch of holes there that are kind of like that cape style where yes. they just – they bend around, and they don't bend around like water – or even bunkers, it's just long grass, right. and like if, you can bite off as much as you want to chew, but if you if you don't if you bite off too much, you're in this yeah. like hay, and it, and the wind is blowing, and you're just trying to grind it around, and that's a it's a good spot. I love the simplicity of the like the clubhouse. It's not you, sure. you hear Newport National, and you think oh it's going to be kind of this kind of hoity-toity public experience, and it is not that. It's a not gravel gravel parking lot tiny little clubhouse i think they're trying to build another nine holes or someone they had a they had a plan on the wall and someone said well they're that, that's been up there for a while i don't know if that's going to happen it is a little pricey it's a, one of those places when i tell people i've played there i'm like ah it's all it's a it's a bit it's a it, i probably runs i think you might have to pay 150 bucks to play there on the weekends it it's it's yeah. expensive but it's a it's one of those good public places another one that there are places you might want to pay 150 bucks to play I would say that one is 
one of them compared to places when that like hundred, once you get to a hundred dollars, people start to cringe a little bit. Like, what am I getting for, for more than that? And I think Newport national kind of hits that, hits that note. So I, I'm sending people to play Triggs in Newport national. You're going to have them play Montop. Yes. And, and Newport national Montop. I was reading about it a little bit because it's hosting the Rhode Island am the back nine was completely taken over during world war two. Yeah, as a gra- cool it was like a gravel yeah. pit, and then in the '60s they rebuilt the back nine. So it was an 18-hole golf course, and it was nine for like 30, 40 years, and then they decided let's let's reopen the back nine and turn it into a golf course again. So that's kind of a neat, a neat story. I think it was a navy that needed needed that land because as you drive in, you're, there's water to your left on 24 at that point. I think as you're driving in, right? Well, you, I mean, you're yeah, in Rhode you Island; you're always that, near the water. You, you got water. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a narrow stretch of land. Yep. I mean, yep. You're you're amazed sometimes when you drive in Rhode Island. You get over to the Sacconet area, and it's like, wow, this is still Rhode Island. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's it's a, Rhode Island's a really fun, sleepy, sleepy good state. Yep. All right, what's uh, what's next on your Give list? Simple, What'd you write down? You, you're going to go down to Dennis, and you're going to play the Pines and Highlands. Okay, this is a thing I've never done. I've never yes. played either of those golf courses. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, the the glory is they get they're not giving you they are giving you the 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 spectrum. Yep. Dennis Pines is Dennis. There's a lot of pine. It's a yeah. lot of. They're <laughs> not kidding. It is. <laughs> You know, when you would see guys from the Cape, the Kevin Careys and Joe Walkers and my dear friend, Mr. Babineau, when you would watch these guys golf and you'd say, man, no, that." then you go to Dennis Pines and you say, oh, now I know why they <laughs> hit it that way. <laughs> there's a lot of, lot of dog legs. Yep. There's, and there's a lot of, okay, you got, if you... Don't stay short of the dog laid or hit the perfect shot. You're in the pines. You can play out at just about all the pines. So you, yeah. And these guys who have been playing there for years know it. The Highlands is totally, it's kind of right across the road. Yeah. You, you, can, you can do it. And they play tournaments all the time. The Dennis four ball and all that stuff is, they use both. And if you ask, it's kind of cool. If you ask 50 people who play there all the time, you'd probably get 25 who like the Pines. Yeah, I'm yeah. A, I'm a Pines guy. Okay. Even though I can't negotiate the dog legs as <laughs> quite like I'd like to. I took my son down to both of them, and he was like, he, w- he didn't want to go back to the Pines. Yeah, I want to play the Highlands. Yeah. Okay, fine. Both good. Both are a testament to the... The, the, the foresight that the people on on the Cape, not just Dennis, Bonsable, Yarmouth, all of them, the foresight they had years ago to put some, they they put a lot of work into their golf courses. They keep them nice. They keep them, they're playable most of the years. Yeah. They, they're in good shape. They run a great shop. It's golf is, golf is a little different down there. And I, and I often said I wish towns, the municipals. Yeah. We'll kind of study the playbook yeah. down there. And there's a reason why they p- turn out so many good golfers. And yeah. The history of Dennis Pines was years ago when it was like, I, I just always remember when there was a group of kids coming through and they were really good, really good. I mean, today it's like commonplace for a 14 or 15-year-old kid to beat up on the 25 and 30-year-olds. <laughs> yep. It's like, and I remember there was a group of kids and Kenny Lewis and Brent Warner and Michael Carboni. And the membership at 
Dennis Highlands, Dennis Pine said, well, no, they're playing. Why wouldn't you want them to play? Yeah, yep, you know, yep. Now, they gave up some club championships for a few <laughs> years, but it didn't didn't bother them. That is, to me, they, they not just Dennis, all, all the Cape, I've always thought they they have a playbook yeah. on how to run municipal golf courses yep. that everybody should study. Yep. Nice. All right. That's a good one. I'm going to go to Maine. I'm going to give you one course I've played and one course I have not played, and I've just seen a bunch of photos and, and know some people who, who love it. I'm going to send people to Poland Springs, which is in Poland Springs, right. Maine. And Donald Ross, I almost said old Donald Ross. They're all, they're all old. Donald Ross design, really kind of charming. It used to be, I think it used to be maybe connected to, it. there's still an, there's like a little bit of an in vibe to it, like a vacation land kind of feel. And it's just this charming little golf course with some really great holes especially the front nine, but you start, you play like one and two run back and forth and you can just, it's like one of those classic places Donald Ross designed where it's like, you just, you're going to get warm on the first two holes. I'm going to give you some space. You can hit driver, hit a, hit a short iron. And then at the third hole, you get to the third hole, fourth hole maybe. And it's just this like Ponky's Ponky second hole on the number two course, like way downhill on the number two course on the number two course. Like a blind tee shot through a corridor, right? And it goes down to the left. The, the fourth hole at a, at at Poland Springs is the same, and you're kind of like, oh, this is this is cool, okay. and you kind of weave around and and play some different holes. So Poland Springs, and then hop in the car, drive about 30 minutes to play Points Tobago, which is a resort course, but public can get on and play even if you're not if you're not there if you're not staying there, and you can I think they have maybe memberships, but the public can play. So. Point Tobago was the is the golf course I have not played, but I wanted to get some Maine love in there. I have not played a ton of golf in Maine. I've played Poland Springs. I've played the Ledges, which is in York. I've played that, which is I've kind of a, a gunkwit. I have played that one. Yep, I played Cape Arundel a long time ago as well, yeah. which is dynamite. It is. I've heard nothing but great things. I, I a couple of really good friends, actually Mike Cowan, fluff to everybody yeah. else. Yeah. Is a main guy. I think we everyone knows he's a main guy, and I don't know that he comes back every summer like he used to. But he used to take a week or two and come back to Maine, and he loved Belgrade. Yeah, that's another. I loved that it. it was kind of near his house. Yep. Maine, Maine's again. I mean, we're blessed in New England to have the variety of the courses that we have. I haven't played a lot of golf up in Maine. Yeah, I've played Sunday River. Yeah, I haven't played there either. And. I have played the Samoset Resort. Yep. That's my thing. I Nowhere that I can, I, not good enough to know, not educated enough to say, but here's your 36 holes that yeah. you would play in one yep. day. I always want to give Maine a little shout out, and I think Poland Springs is, is kind a, of a cool place up there. What's, uh, let's let's do a couple more, and then we'll, we'll let people I, go. I would, I have a soft spot. I mean, there's 27 holes I'm going to mention, but you can play, you can play Pine Oaks in dw field pine oaks is it's under the it's the vision of the great lee lee beta joe and lee's oh okay yep. lee, lee, lee beta is a that kind of a butts easton correct right as well okay right near Easton. Yep. and for a lot of people it's like oh that that's that's a real cool it's a good pro shop which it is yep and isn't lee beta the guy who used to be on golf 2020 and all those boards and the national Guy that you would turn, yeah, that's him. He, yeah, he, he 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 saw the future of golf years before other people. Yeah, and he and he his 
what he used to always tell me, he said, where do these privates think their members are coming from, their future members are coming from? Well, they're coming from good, well-run municipal golf courses. Yep. Pine Oaks is not 18 holes, it's a nine, but it's a fun nine-hole golf course. They do a wonderful job of getting people into the game yep. and keeping, keeping them in the game. And they do it on kind of a tight little area. Lee is, they, they, they do a lot of great things here. Then you go not too far away, DW Field. Yes. In this day and age when we all know the privates get all the sexy magazine covers and they host all the big championships, we can never forget, let's not forget that whatever the percentage is, 785%, I don't know what it is, but the huge majority of the people who play golf love it and are the heart of the soul of the game are municipal golfers, yep. public golf courses. Yep. So you say to yourself, oh, D.W. Field. Well, you go down D.W. Field, and there's there's some players down there. Yep. They, they run good tournaments, and it's a place where the the good golfer can go and hit balls. The place is in pretty good shape most of the time. Yep. The holes are pretty good. Yes. Yep. And, and it's... But it's a if you if you're down there, I I haven't played it a lot. Of, I always play it quite a bit. We we used to play Easton and D, if we couldn't didn't want to go over to Easton, we'd go over in DW Field. Sure. And everybody, well, DW, it's beat up and it's this and that. And maybe years ago, but of course, it used to be beat up. Yeah, right. They're and, not as beat up anymore. They're not as beat up no. anymore. The education and the talent of the superintendents is over the top. Yep. Once they get a little bit of money and they buy better mowers, yep. they get a better staff, they get buy, I mean, the and superintendents, they're getting, we don't... And there's so much money coming to golf right now. I mean, they're busy, so they're, and they're like, busy. that money's got to go somewhere, and it's going yes. into the golf course in a and, lot of cases. You know, and and the, the glory of the DWs in the, of the world are their golf courses that they're maintaining the place while, while it's packed out. And yeah. They don't have yep. the luxury like some private say, oh, we're not going to play golf Monday. Yeah. We're going to take Monday off. <laughs> right. Well, can't do that. We have an outing. We have a thing. Yeah. We, 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 you know, first tee time is at 6.45 yeah. on Saturday, and the last tee time is 4.50. Yep. That's you a great know, point. DW is good. DW is, a, I, I, it's one of the places I've played. So I, I've said this before on the podcast. I'm trying to see and play every golf course in Massachusetts. And DW Field was one that f- was sneaky close to Boston. Mm-hmm. If yes. you leave at the right time of day. But you can get down there pretty quick. And I've done a bunch of drives down and driven past that sign on 24 that says DW Field. And I think, man, it's so much closer than the next, the, yeah. wherever I'm going. The greens are so good are just good. as far as like interest and uh, I, I love that f- the setting at the first tee where the clubhouse is kind of like an L shape. Then there's a little patio and then once you're kind of go past the patio, you're on the first tee. So it's kind of like this nice public golf feel where there's just people milling about, right. coming in and out of the clubhouse. It, it, it's great. And then the 18th hole finishes next to the parking lot. And when I finished playing there, the one time I played it was like maybe eight to 12 guys who were, pl- who were playing that morning and they played every Wednesday morning and they were just sitting with a cooler yes. at behind yes. their car. And just yes. like, that was how they were finishing up their round and, and they were going to go do whatever they did, but they teed off at seven in the morning yeah. and went and played their golf and did it fast. And uh, yeah, it's a really, really great little charming golf course that I had never played up until uh, two years ago. And I, and I really love it. They are the heart of the game. Yep. Let's face it. I mean, we love the privates and we no disrespect. And But let's 
throw more love at the publics and because they, they have a more difficult challenge keeping their courses yep up type smaller budgets yep and i mean we all remember at least i'm gonna age myself and i don't care <laughs> but we all remember going out and you might have to play around sprinklers yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember on. those days. Because whether you like them or not, they're going on. Yep. And you'd be running around and <laughs> timing got, it right. And I look back sometimes, and I, and I always say, if they want to improve the pace of play on the PGA Tour, put the sprinklers back on. Yep. Those guys will get off their butt, yep. and hit their uh, white that's, shot. That's amazing. All right, I I want to go to Connecticut quickly, and then maybe give a quick shout to Vermont and New Hampshire as well, just so we kind of hit on everything. But Yale and Kenny Park are two places. I've I've pl- I played Yale back in college. I have some nightmares of that place playing in March and April and snow and wind and rain and four groups on that Biarritz th- par three there over the water and trying to hit three wood and just watching a bunch of guys play that golf hole before you have to play it. It's closing soon for a kind of a pretty big project and then it'll be open again. But you can get down there and play. I think. You can make tee times a few days in advance. And it's it's an outstanding golf course with like just crazy scale, huge hills. You're hitting blind shots. You're hitting up these up these crazy almost they're not quite cliffs, but they're massive, massive hills. Just a just a great place. I was there last spring for the NCAA regionals were there. Oh yeah. And so I went down for the day and watched guys. And then Kenny Park is a place I haven't played. It's just north of Hartford. So it's you gotta maybe drive a little bit. I don't know a lot of Connecticut golf. But I know I have people in my life who really like Kenny Park. I think it's got a little bit of like a Triggs vibe as a as a as a Muni just outside the city. So I wanted to give those a quick shout out. And then I was trying to come up with a New Hampshire one, and I I was struggling because I haven't played a bunch of places in New Hampshire. So I did a New Hampshire Vermont collaboration. Okay. Montcalm, which is. Right off of 89 in New Hampshire. If you are familiar with Walesback Ski Resort, which is on your left side as you're driving north towards Hanover and, and that area, Montcalm is now Dartmouth's home course. It was private, and now it's a public course. It actually has some Boston golf vibes, like a little clubhouse, all wood, just super simple, little grill in the pro shop. It's, I mean, it's across... 89 from a ski mountain so just to give you a sense of what you're what you're kind of traversing over over the course of of a round of golf it is i I think they make you drive if you don't have a member and you've never played before so we had to drive but it's it's really great views really pretty really good golf course kind of winds you all over the place some some wacky holes because you're playing on the side it's mountain golf Uh, so montcalm and then 30 minutes north go up to quichi and play one of the Queechee Club's golf courses. Both really good. Both so good. Yeah. I used to spend time up there in my 20s and and I would and played those two places. They you can get on as a public it's it's a private course but you can get on as public if you call two or three days ahead. And in my mind if you can call a pro shop and get a tee time, it's not necessarily fully private. So I I break in the rules, but go tr- check out Queechee Club, play both 36 and then hit Montcalm on your way back to Boston is what I did with some buddies last last year and Quichi both lakes and the highland are are superb golf courses if if we can throw an asterisk in there you can play 36 by playing the same course twice and it yes quite good. go play yeah so go to north conway country club okay 
right in the heart of North Conway. Yep. Now, I, I know North Conway is not a secret because every time I'm up, up there, it's packed. Yeah, Storyland. Yeah, well, right? Storyland, yeah. yeah. I'm, 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 <laughs> thank goodness I'm You're past be, that. beyond the Storyland <laughs> years, Santa's Village. But we're skiers, so we go up to Bretton Woods every year, we'll go right through North Conway, and it's always crowded. It's big. Yep. Everybody in the world knows North Conway's a cool spot to go. Unbeknownst to me, it's also packed in the summer. Yes. So they, they pack them in, this and that. North, Quay, North Conway Country Club, I recommended it. To, and the reason I'll recommend it to people now, if you want to make a hole-in-one, okay. I'm pretty good. Not at making them, but at recommending them. <laughs> the holes to find I, them. Oh, yes, yes. A dear friend of mine who was going to spend time in North Conway said, should I go play there? I said, yeah, it's really good if you're going to be up there. Came back. Two days later, and I actually was back in the Boston area, and he made a hole in one. Yes. And two weeks later, another friend of mine, I suggested he go play another golf course, which is a private, but so I won't mention that. And he made a hole in one. So if you're listening and I you mean, want to make a hole you just in made one, a lot of suggestions, yeah. so we're going to get some hole in ones. Yeah. I mean, North Conway Country Club is really good. Would you go up there for a day? No. But if you're going to be in the area, and I yeah. know a lot of people are. Yep. Go to it. Yeah. Amazing. Take it, out, take it out, take it in. It's good. That's great. Do you have any hole in ones? No. No. Okay. Sorry. Tough. Pi- Pirates That's a tough cold. question. Pirates Cove. Pirates Cove. Yeah. All right. Yeah. A bunch yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> Just a bunch there. Your name's on the plaque at Pirates yeah, Cove. Probably. <laughs> well, I would I would love a little call to action to the listeners. If you have a 36 hole day, a spot that you really like, especially outside of Massachusetts, send it our way. You can email me at sean.melia at siemensmedia.com. We'd love to kind of put together a little collection of these on on the website. And we've given some, I'm sure you you might have listened and thought, they missed this place or they missed this oh, place. We missed a lot of places and we, we know. <laughs> so send us yours, send us your 36 whole days, your double dips, and, uh, and we will kind of maybe collect them and, and put them on the website along with the episode of this podcast. Jim, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining. Thanks everyone for listening to the On Course podcast presented by the New England Golf Journal. Please rate, review, subscribe to the podcast on wherever you get your podcasts. Always helps us out. Thanks to Dave Yaz for producing this podcast. As always, the On Course podcast is a Siemens Media production.